Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Move Mornings Podcast. So glad you could join us because you came here at a good time. We're going to have a conversation about eating in the bathroom. You wouldn't believe how many people eat while in the john. And um, we're going to talk to some of them. You're going to want to hear what they have to say. $1,000 minute. We're going to tell you about that. The $1,000 minute advantage coming up in just a moment. The mind bender as well. The fears of new brides, the subject of the mind bender. And you told us about the way you failed your driving test. That's coming up along with all the details on Nathan McKinnon's parade, the Stanley Cup parade coming up. But first, we want to give you the $1,000 Minute Advantage. The answer to question number 10 for the August 11th edition of the game. You will have the advantage because you will know that the answer to question number 10 is going to be the Lord Nelson. Tell us about the epic way you failed your driver's test. 15% of people say the day they got their driver's license was the most magical day of their lives. Until it actually isn't. Until you fail. <laughs> so how did you fail? Give us a call at 451-1313. I think you remember those just as, as as much as you remember passing. I mean, if you pass the first time, great. You remember every minute. If you fail the first time, you remember every mm-hmm. minute of that. Uh, this text from Bridgewater. I had PMS and mad cramps. And the driving instructor was a total blank. When I thought she had already failed me, I said to hell with it. And I cut someone off out of spite. <laughs> Needless to say, she failed me, and I cried the whole way home. I oh, thought my life was over. It feels like it's over at the time, mm-hmm. but it's not. You got it, I'm sure. One more text. Maybe not that epic, but I failed the minute I drove out of the Access Nova Scotia parking lot since <laughs> they said someone had to slow down as I was pulling out. But then they still made me do all the rest of the test while I was upset, oh. and there was no way I could pass. Yeah. Passed on the second time, though. But that's the thing. Once you do something wrong and you're upset, you're not going to do well. No. You should just call it quits It's a horrible. What a horrible ride Honestly, that is. Honestly, yeah. 451-1313. Uh, good morning, Move 100. Uh, tell us about your driver's test. How did that go? Well, I was really, really nervous. Like, I get nervous and want to vomit and scared so i went and i had the world's crankiest old man tester uh, and so i was really uptight um got in the car backed out and was heading out the parking lot it used to be at young street back then like oh, many yes. many moons ago so um i went out and he just screamed at me and there was somebody crossing the sidewalk as we were supposed to turn out and i had to slam on the brakes and then that messed me up for the rest of the test everything i did i did wrong so i couldn't do anything correctly and i think it took me three times to pass my license (laughs) as i remember it the the old uh, the dmv was uh at where the basically the dollar store is now on young street the dollar (laughs) yeah what a horrible place to start your driver's test honestly yeah, it's so busy and crazy, and and um, as a sixteen-year-old, just getting out there, yeah, it was it wasn't good. Jennifer, good morning. Your driver's test didn't go so well, right? Oh yes, it was very very wrong. So I was driving <laughs> on my driver's test, and he said make a left turn. So I made a left turn, and partway down the street, I noticed there is something very wrong with this picture here. I was going the wrong way on a one-way street. Uh. So I stopped the car, and I said, I failed the test. And he said, no, keep going. <laughs> you failed We're yourself. We're going to see how it goes. We're going to see so how it I goes. Kept driving, and I did the whole test. And at the end of the test, he said that I passed the test. What? Yeah, so you... I got my driver's license. How? I don't know. 
But probably because he told you to turn down this street. You just did what you were told yeah. by the driving instructor. No, what he said is that there was a sign and there was, um, like, in, in just a short little island away was the entry point for the right side of the street. Uh, there was an island going down the street. Remind me to watch out for you on the street. <laughs> oh, I don't drive anymore. I've given up driving. I take the bus now. Uh, okay. Imagine failing yourself. And then them saying, "No, no, no, you're no, good. You passed. No, you didn't. No, you're <laughs> no, fine. I did. I did wrong. But I, I, but I, but I, but I. <laughs> uh, Mike is on the line. Mike, good morning. How about you? How'd you do on your driver's test? Yeah, I failed my motorcycle license without even taking the test. How how would you possibly fail without even taking the test? Because back in the early '80s, I drove from Middle Sackville to Young Street to get my driver's license. <laughs> Oh my on God. my motorcycle, ah. and I parked right beside the guy that was going to give me the test. <laughs> he, looked, he looked over at me, and he said hi, and I said hi. And then when we got into the building, I found out that it was him that was going <laughs> to give me the test. And he looked right at me, and he said, I just seen you drive in here. He says, that's an automatic failure. <laughs> that's you, actually hilarious. You deserve that. You know that, right? <laughs> he says... He said, you're lucky I'm not going to call the police on you. Yeah. No, no, drive home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this text just in this morning. Thank you for this. Took me five times to pass my test. Everything from wrong left turns at an intersection, curbside parking, backing up. But the worst was when the test person slammed on the passenger brake, because driver red cars had those, of mm -hmm. course, slammed on the passenger brake because I was speeding in a construction zone. Oh, my gosh. Ah. you got to learn to not do that off from the get-go. Well, five times big later. Buck, big bucks. <laughs> um, Sheila, good morning. Uh, your driver's test, how did it go? <laughs> I uh, came about a half an hour early and apparently interrupted the uh, instructor from taking his lunch a little early, therefore making him not happy. He wouldn't let me adjust anything in the car before we started. He just said, that's fine, let's go. Uh -huh. And I couldn't see much because I was down too low. The mirrors were all wrong. Uh, he had me panicked, and I failed because I was speeding and couldn't see half the instrument. So it was his fault all along. I do believe. Yeah. I do believe. He rushed me through the whole thing, was not happy with me to begin with, and uh, I do believe I was I was bound to fail. He, the, he would found a reason. There's a theme that's already started this morning, and it's cranky old men who are driving instructors. <laughs> yeah. That's the one I had. <laughs> that's the guy. Morning's made fun. Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Getting your day moving with Aaron and Peter. Mornings on Move 100. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. We lost a music legend, as we know, this week. Olivia Newton-John passed away, and so much has been said about her and, and, and written about her in the last few days. Um, wanted to pass along the name of somebody else who, uh, who died this week. And you, his name might be familiar, probably not, though, but his songs are so familiar to you. Uh, you're going to say, wow, this guy was incredible. Motown songwriting legend Lamont Dozier died. He was 81 years old. And if you don't know his name, you certainly know the songs that he wrote. He helped establish 
people like Marvin Gaye and Diana Ross and the Supremes and the Four Tops and Martha and the Vandellas. And he continued to write music right into the 90s. In fact, he won a Golden Globe in 89 along with uh, Phil Collins for Best Original Song. It, well, hear what? Listen to these songs. Again, if you don't know the, the songs by heart, you'll know them. You'll know the melody. you know some of the words. And if you don't know Lamont Dozier, well, it's... Good to hear this, just to remind you of what a, an incredible talent this guy was. Wedding's coming up uh, this season for you to attend. Jenna Roy, by the way, our $1,000 Minute winner earlier today, uh, said that she had a wedding, her own wedding coming up, I think in 10 days. So when brides were asked what they were most nervous about on their wedding day, this was the number one answer. It's the one we want you to guess. What brides are most nervous about on their wedding day? We're looking for the number one answer. Hi, is it marrying the wrong person? It is not marrying the wrong person. The bride seemed to be uh, pretty good with that one. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Move 100. How about you? What do you think it is? Uh, breaking or ripping their dress. No. No, that would be horrible, but that's not what they're nervous about. Thank you. And they're most nervous about what? What do you think? Uh, the first night together. The first night. No, it's going to be sweet. Okay, so let's go to the text board to see what people texting said. Uh, their ex showing up, they're most nervous about. No, that's not it. Good weather. Oh, isn't that everybody's worst fear is it's going to rain? But that's not it either. Making sure everything goes to plans, messing up their vows. Here's another one for weather. Tripping while going down the aisle. None of these, the number one thing that brides are the most nervous about on their wedding day. Turns out that what they're most nervous about is the best man's toast. Isn't that sad? <laughs> that that's something that they have to be uh, concerned about because you never know what that person's going to say. How about you? Was there a wedding disaster that happened to you? Something that you worried about and it actually came true on your wedding day? Text us 100-24-7. Eating on the toilet. Do you do it? If you do, we want to hear from you. What are you eating while you're doing your business? Mm, turns out one in five people do. Yeah. So it's a common thing, whether you want to admit to doing it or not. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. 451-1313 or text 124-7. Plenty of people are willing uh, to admit to uh, doing that, and that's fine. Uh, this time, this one led to some very serious consequences, in fact. The text says, my mom was totally in love with this guy for many years, and then they finally moved in together. He would eat his cereal while on the toilet every morning before work. This act was a huge part of the reason why my mom fell out of love with this guy. Oh, oh no. And they did eventually break up. Why did you break up? 
Because he, he ate he, his Fruit Loops <laughs> on the job. <laughs> Perfectly reasonable uh, reason to to end it, right? It could be. Yeah, totally. Eating on the toilet. Do you do it? 451-1313 or text 124-7. Good morning. Move 100. Uh, you have to remember, I personally am not. So okay. You have to remember that there's a lot of people that are in the healthcare system. And so when you're really swamped in the emergency department, sometimes the only break you get is when you go to the restroom. So I've seen plenty residents basically sneak away a granola bar into the restroom because it's your only opportunity to eat. Ah, I was point. thinking the granola bar might be the perfect toilet food. Because- <laughs> Yeah. Or, or a banana, something that comes in its yeah. own wrapper. Yeah, one hundred percent. I actually didn't think about that. If it's if it's the only time you have to yeah. have a moment to eat, mm-hmm. you may as well do it there, right? You might as well do it there. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you forget to bring your phone into the bathroom, uh-huh. off for, off of food for a minute. But if you forget to, to, to bring your phone in, don't you feel like you're just wasting your life? <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things you could have been getting done while you're in there. Staring at the wall. <laughs> just looking straight ahead, staring at the wall. We when you, you could be, you know, finding out the meaning of life on yeah. Wikipedia. One in five people admit to eating while they're on the, on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I can't even say it. It grosses me out. If there are five people who happen to be in a room with you right now, yes. or the first five people that you see today, mm-hmm. look at them very carefully. Look at them right in the eyes. <laughs> right in the eyes. And try to, 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 get, to, to imagine that they're the one that's eating on the toilet. Does nobody else follow the rule of it can't touch the same air? The food can't touch the bathroom no, air? No, 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 no. That just, is a weird air thing. That's my right rule. Mm-hmm. It grosses me out. Sorry. Text, I eat on the can as a time saver some mornings. I'll eat my cereal on the throne to save five to ten minutes. Oh, Alternatively, on. I would be using my phone, which seems more unsanitary overall, given that we have them with us all day. I guess so, but you're not eating your phone. <laughs> you're not eating anything from it, right? So No. No, no. It's gross. It's gross. No, come on. Stop, <laughs> okay. stop, stop okay. with the judgment okay. here. Because, For- again, 20% of people do it. If you if you are one of the people that like to snack while uh, while on the toilet, we want to hear from you. Best food to eat, maybe, Best while you're on the... toilet well, food. Toilet food. Okay, 451-1313. Or text 124-7. Justin, good morning. You say you eat on the toilet. What are you eating while doing that? Snack <laughs> foods like canola bars or the... The individual packages of Oreos or Rich Crackers. Okay, is this at home or do you do this while you're on the job? <laughs> uh, both. Both? What? So yeah. why, why are you just, you can't sit there without having a little snack, keeping yourself busy? What's the reason? I don't know the reason. I mean, I'm, I'm not the skinniest person and I always thought, you know, uh, stuff's coming out. You got to put stuff back in and I'm on my phone as well. So Stop. I'm, I don't know. I just can't sit still, I guess. <laughs> Stuff's coming out, so I gotta put stuff back in. Right, you can't lose stuff. Exactly. Yes, that's a beautiful uh, little uh, argument there for eating while on the john. Thank you. No problem. Now, are you part of the 20% of people who say they eat while doing their business in the bathroom? The rest of us who don't do that, we don't get it. I know you have perfectly (laughs) good reasons for eating while on the bathroom. I have so many questions. I don't I don't do that, but that's okay. I'm not and I'm not going to judge, judge You're not? you. Not? Know, well, I'm trying <laughs> I'm going to say I'm not going to judge you, but I may judge you. Different story. But I, I you know, I'll eat in front of the TV, I'll eat at the table, I'll eat at the counter. The sanitary places. Yeah. My <laughs> wife brings food into the bed. Oh. 
Why? Yeah, Why? That's you know how hard it is to go to sleep when you're hearing toast crunching <laughs> in no, someone's mouth? The crummiest food the you crummiest could ever food. find. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the other night, she was just resting, watching stuff on, on her iPad, uh-huh. and she's like, can you bring me the peanut butter? What? What do what? you need the peanut butter what? for? And it's natural peanut butter, too. Yeah. Right? It's that runny, gooey stuff. you got to stir it. Now, that you cannot eat on the john. Tell me. <laughs> was she just eating it plain? <laughs> no, she had the toast that uh, I had brought in the toast, earlier. right. The toast that you brought to bed. Okay. <laughs> but eating on the john, yeah, that's a whole different type of thing. It really is. Sorry, I, I kind of went down another rabbit hole. That's there. fine. I love that story. <laughs> One in five people say they do, in fact, eat on the toilet. Mm-hmm. So, again, we've got questions. What are you eating? Yeah. Why? What is the perfect toilet food? Yeah. Okay, there you go. What's the perfect snack to eat on the toilet if you're one of these people that does this. If, if, if you have your phone in your other hand, it will have to be something you hold in <laughs> no, one hand. This is too much. Okay, I'm just, okay. I'm just assuming. I'm if, just I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the perfect toilet food might be. Okay, the perfect toilet food if you're a snacker mm-hmm. on the toilet. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. With Jenna Roy. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. Hey, where are you this morning? Where are we talking to you? We're in Dartmouth. Okay. And we, you and? Uh, my husband, well, a fiance. <laughs> Get it straight, Jenna. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're 10 days away from getting married. No so kidding. Almost. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have a $1,000 wedding gift? Well, that's it. Okay, so here's how it goes. <laughs> one minute on the clock, okay? Ten questions. Okay. You get all ten right. You win that $1,000. If not, you yeah. win $10 for each correct answer we give you. Uh, you give us, rather. And if you don't know something, you can say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. But the moment you give us the answer, that's the one that counts. You can't take it back then, okay? Okay. Are you all set? Yes. All right. Let's play $1,000 Minute right now. Jenna, Talia Telly, uh, ZT, and Orzo are all types of what? Pasta. What color are Robin's eggs? Blue. Who is the CEO of SpaceX? In what movie franchise did Arnold Schwarzenegger play a robot from the future sent back in time to save the life of John Connor? Terminator. What country was the astronomer Galileo from? How many syllables are in the word university? Five. Which America's Got Talent judge was the host of a game show called Deal or No Deal? Harry Mandel. What three-digit number can you still use to find a phone number? 411. What's the name of Kris Jenner's oldest child? Um, Kourtney Kardashian. AU is a symbol for what chemical element? What country was the astronomer Galileo from? And we are out Italy. of time. Oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's go through and see how you did, okay? Yeah, they're all types of pastas. Etiors, Italiatelli. Robin's eggs are blue. You got that right. Elon Musk, he is the CEO of SpaceX for sure. Uh, Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger played a robot. Galileo was from Italy, but that one came in a little too late. Okay. Five syllables in the word university, yes. It is Howie Mandel. Deal or no deal. America's got talent. 411 is correct. The number you can still use to find a phone number if you want to. Courtney Kardashian, also night. Chris, uh, right, Chris Jenner's oldest child. And AU is the chemical, or the, the symbol for the chemical element, gold. 
Oh. Jim. Oh, no. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right, this morning. You won $70. That's good. And you can put that right on the money tree, if you would, for your yeah. anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. We want to remind everybody, including you, Jenna, that uh, we give away the answer to question number 10 every day on our podcast. All you have to do is listen to uh, the podcast to find out the answer to question number 10, the $1,000 minute advantage. So we'll try that the next time around. Thank you, Jenna. Stay on the line, okay? All right. Thank you. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. We have another parade coming up. We now know when Nathan McKinnon will bring the Stanley Cup to Halifax and what the parade's going to look like. We've had, uh, what, Canada Day Parade, Pride Parade, Natal Day Parade, which was also an Emancipation Day Parade. This parade is going to happen on the 20th of August, so not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Nathan McKinnon brings the Stanley Cup back to Halifax to celebrate. It starts at noon in Halifax in front of Scotiabank Centre, and here's the route. Scotiabank Centre, Brunswick Street, all the way over to Spring Garden, Spring Garden to South Park, South Park over to Sackville, and back down Brunswick Street, and then... Downhill, Carmichael Street to the Grand Parade where the big celebration will happen. So not to jinx anything, but the weather has been awesome for every parade. Let's hope it's great as well for Nathan McKinnon's huge celebration. And it is so fitting that it starts and pretty much ends right at uh, Scotiabank Center where so much of Nathan McKinnon's hockey history happened with the Halifax Mooseheads, including bringing home the Memorial Cup and those glorious Moosehead seasons when he was a player alongside Jonathan Drouin on the same line. Again, Nathan McKinnon's Stanley Cup Parade will happen not this Saturday, but next Saturday, starting at noon in front of Scotiabank Center. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.